Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. All right, Marketing School listeners have a special message from our sponsor, DreamHost. If you want to rank higher on Google, you want to make sure your website loads super fast. Check out DreamHost. Not only is their solution super affordable, it'll make your website load faster and they have amazing tools and support for your business to ensure that you grow and succeed. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue. I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to do something that we've never done on this podcast before. What is it going to be? We're going to have John Lee Dumas do a rebuttal on why you should reveal your income. Eric and I mentioned in a past episode why you, we don't think you should reveal your income, and I still believe you shouldn't, and I don't know where Eric stands oh, on I'm that. Still, I'm still in the same boat. But John believes you should, and he's done this for a living, and that's how you know that's helped him build up his audience and his income. He makes seven figures a year, and uh, John's about to take it away and show to all of you guys why you should reveal your income or at least share his viewpoint on it. Enjoy. All right, Fire Nation, we are back. And just a quick recap, I'm going to be talking right now about the pros of publishing income reports as I see them to kind of friendly combat the information and the podcast episode by Neil and Eric that they shared on the cons of creating an income report. And I personally think there are pros and cons to it for sure. They only highlighted the cons. So I reached out to them and said, hey, there are some pros as well. So uh, let's talk about it. And we can share on your podcast and on my podcast both of our perspectives so we can give a nice well-rounded opinion. I'm friends with both Eric and Neil, so there's no animosity here, just a friendly disagreement. In fact, I actually just had Neil on the podcast fairly recently, so definitely check out that episode because he rocked the mic. But let's get into income reports and the publishing of those income reports. So first off, why do I publish income reports? Well, number one, it goes back to 2011. That was me, JLD, surfing the internet, trying to figure out a business plan. Was an online entrepreneurship path even a possibility? If so, what did that look like? Do real people that are delivering real value make actual money on the internet? And that's when I stumbled across Pat Flynn back in 2011, publishing his income reports. And I remember just pouring over those, getting excited that here was this great, nice family guy adding so much value to this world and sharing how he was making real money from doing just that. And I remember saying to myself, if I ever get to the point where I'm generating significant revenue, I also want to show others how I did it. And that is why in October of 2013, Kate and I published our first of what is now over 70 monthly income reports, where we break down the details of how we made our money, of money that we lost, of mistakes that we made, of successes and wins that we had. I mean, we truly share it all. We bring our lawyer, David Lizerbram, on these episodes to talk about a legal tip for entrepreneurs. We bring our accountant, Josh Bowerly, Mr. CPA on fire himself, on every single income report to talk about a tax tip to help entrepreneurs. And this is all with the goal of creating an incredibly valuable income report for our listeners and readers because we post it on both our blog and our podcast to have information that they can use while going forward as they're looking for different ways to generate revenue through their business. So all of that being said, why do I love publishing income reports? Number one, it holds myself and Kate responsible. It holds us accountable. We are really believers 
and saying, hey, we want to have our finger on the pulse in every part of our business. We want to know the money that we're making and why and how and where it's coming from. We want to know the money that we're spending and losing and how and why and where that's going to. Because we want to know that we're running a tight ship. It's just myself, Kate, and three virtual assistants. That's our entire team. We have independent contractors as well, but it's a small, lean, profit-generating machine, and we want to keep it that way. And these income reports help us do just that. So even if we weren't publishing these publicly, we would still publish these internally because it helps us so much to make sure that we are running the most profitable business that we know how. So that's one reason that I love income reports and publishing them. Transparency. Fire Nation, I want you to know what I know. I want you to be able to succeed in the areas that I'm succeeding. So I want to share with you what's working for us right now. Our webinars killing it, our Facebook ads killing it, our Instagram stories killing it, like all the different things. Like I want you to know what's working for us in our business so that you can apply those things to your business as they fit your brand, your personality, your business. And sometimes things stop working or stop working as well. Or sometimes we make massive mistakes in our business. And I want to share with you, Fire nation, the mistakes that I'm making, the rabbit holes that I'm diving down that I shouldn't be. I want you to avoid making the same mistakes that I make because it wasted my time, my energy, my effort, my money. It doesn't have to do the same for you. So that's one reason I love doing it for that transparency factor. I know that our income reports help you as podcasters, as online entrepreneurs, as small business owners help to improve your business. And that's the goal. I want my transparency of what's working and not working in my business to help you fire nation. So yeah, as I mentioned a few times now for over 70 months, seven zero, we have been publishing these income reports and we are super, super proud of them. Another benefit from these income reports is that every single month there are a ton of what are called roundup posts where these great blogs and publishers actually go around and identify the top income reports that people are publishing around the web and they put them in one place and they blast them out to the world. They run ads to them. They put them on social media. And so every single month, Entrepreneurs on Fire is being featured in 5, 10, 20 different roundup posts that's driving traffic back to our site, back to our income reports, which by the way, as a side note, our income reports are one of the most trafficked sites on our entire website, Entrepreneurs on Fire, eofire.com. And the dwell time, the amount of time that people are actually spending on those income reports is super, super high. So that's key as well. So we know it's adding value to people. We know that they're really studying what's working for us and what's not to help them in their business and in their life. So those are the main things that I love about income reports. They hold us accountable. We're able to bring massive value to you through us, myself and Kate, our wins and losses, through our legal counsel, David Lizabram, through our tax counsel, Josh Bowerly of CPA on Fire. All of these things make it really make sense for us to publish income reports. And that's why we will continue to do it going forward. Now I'm going to go over real quick a few of the reasons why Neil and Eric said doing an income report is a bad idea, just so I can comment on them really quickly. Then we're going to have a quick break, and then I'm going to actually publish the episode that they did on marketing school so you can listen to their entire thoughts. So one of the things they talked about was copying, that people can actually copy what you're doing, your business ideas. I get it. I hear you. It's just not something that I'm personally worried about. I believe in abundance, not scarcity. Their next 
point was more competition. It will bring up more competition because, hey, JLD is crushing the podcasting space. That could obviously be a reason that a lot more people join the podcasting space or what have you, whatever it is, is working for us. And again, I get it, but I welcome competition. And I think that this world will thrive off of good and great competition. And a point that Neil brought up, which is a very valid point, and I'm actually very fortunate this hasn't happened to us yet, although I do have a great legal counsel to counteract it when it does, is you can be sued. You maybe are opening yourself up to more of a suing opportunity because those dirty people out there in this world who will just say, oh, it looks like JLD has money. Let me kind of make up some silly reason to sue him and try to extract some of that money from him. I get it. Suing is a legitimate issue in the world that we live in today. It's happened to Neil multiple times, as he mentions in his episode. So I understand his concerns there. The other ones don't really concern me, and I don't think they're super valid reasons. Um, The suing one is. But again, these are my opinions. We are absolutely welcome yours and I would love your feedback. Hit me up DM on Instagram at John Lee Dumas. Shoot me an email, john at eofire.com. We'd love to hear what your thoughts are on these income reports, both the good, the bad, the ugly, the agreeing with me, the disagreeing with me, the agreeing with Neil and Eric, the disagreeing with them. That's what it's all about. This is just a friendly opinion piece by both of us. We agree on some of these matters. We disagree on some of these matters and life is good. Neil, Eric, just wanted to take a second at the end here to thank you for letting me air my difference of opinion on this matter. And I really hope that your audience finds value in this as Fire Nation did. And I'll be listening to the show. So keep dropping value bombs and I'll catch you guys on the flip side. All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode with John Lee Dumas. Now you have two different points of view. Uh, he also has a really awesome podcast. Go check it out. It's called Entrepreneur on Fire. It's and it amazing. gets a million downloads a month, too. Yeah, it's a great podcast. He's been doing it for a long time. Cool. Guys, before we go, go to singlegrain.com slash GTLA for our live event happening June 29th. It is at about at capacity and we are doing that live dinner as well singlerain.com slash gtla to check it out i'm going to read one more review before we go and this one is from aliana 113 perfect podcast for an integrated marketer i feel like i might have read this but maybe not this is great podcast for marketing looking to expand their knowledge in all areas of marketing but it's also great for a small business owner who may not have the financial bandwidth for a marketing team thank you so much for that and we'll see you all tomorrow This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.